Habakkuk 2 verse 14 For as the waters fill the sea, the earth will be filled with an awareness of the glory of God. What's up y'all? Welcome to 30 Second Sermons. So the book of Habakkuk, it's a pretty interesting book. This guy Habakkuk becomes a prophet. And he's asking God to punish Judah. And he cries out to him twice. God answers him twice. But here in verse 14, if you just read the verse, it's easily taken out of context. Not in a bad way. I mean, well, I mean, anything out of context, I guess, could be bad. But it doesn't sound bad. I'll read it again. It says, For as the waters fill the sea, the earth will be filled with an awareness of the glory of God. It sounds like people are just going to become aware of God and it's going, to, it's going to flood over everyone. Everybody's going to know God. But not everybody that gets to know God gets to know his good side. See, he's a just God. He's a fair God. And that means that there will be punishment. So, I'm going to read a little bit further back in these verses. I'm going to start around verse 9 and just kind of read a little bit. And if this offends anybody, I apologize. I'm just reading the Word of God. Verse 9 says, What sorrow awaits you who build big houses with money gained dishonestly? You believe your wealth will buy security, putting your family's nest beyond the reach of danger. But by the murders you committed, you have shamed your name and forfeited your lives. The very stones in the walls cry out against you, and the beams in the ceilings echo the complaint. And it says, What sorrow awaits you who build cities with money gained through murder and corruption? Has not the Lord of the heavens armies promised that the wealth of nations will turn to ashes? They work so hard, but all in vain. And then it says, For as the waters fill the sea, the earth will be filled with an awareness of the glory of God. What sorrow awaits you who make your neighbors drunk? You force your cup on them so that you can gloat over their shameful nakedness. But soon it will be your turn to be disgraced. Come drink and be exposed. Drink from the cup of the Lord's judgment and all your glory will be turned to shame. I'm going to stop right there. That's a... it gets pretty deep, right? But basically what it's saying is there's nothing that we can do behind the scenes that's going to escape any type of judgment. One day, every one of us, every one of us, no matter what your status is here on earth, every one of us are going to be judged. And we're going to be judged by our hearts. Again, this book is back in the Old Testament. The prophet is asking God to punish a city that's corrupt. I mean, we don't have cities like that, do we? Okay, that was a little facetious. We definitely do. But we have more than cities like that. The cities are made up by people. See, some people get this quote twisted. And I just want to clarify a little bit. A lot of people say money is the root of all evil but it's not money that's the root of all evil 
It's the love of money that is the root of all evil. It is what people do to get money, to be rich, to get that status. It's the people that they step on, the lives that they destroy to get to a status with that money. So the love of money is not evil. It's the love of money that's evil. But back to what I was talking about. See, we're going to be judged one day. But the beauty of God is that he's given us a way to get back into his good graces. Thank God for his grace. Thank God for his mercy. Thank God for his son who paid that price on the cross so we can be one with him again. So again, that verse can be read two ways. We can know the glory of God that is his judgment or we can know the glory of God that is his grace. I don't know about y'all, but I'm definitely down for the grace. You know, this Christian walk is not for the faint of heart. And it takes a lot of faith, and some people would say that it's crazy to believe that you can be forgiven for anything that you've done because the guilt that we have for doing things that are not of God can eat us up and destroy us because we buy into the lie that we're unforgiven but I promise you you are forgiven the hardest part is accepting it and to be quite honest sometimes you don't accept it right off the bat a lot of people need to see proof The best way to get that proof is one, quit surrounding yourself with people that are in the mindset of there's no way that they're forgiven. You know, there's a saying that I've heard that if you surround yourself with five knuckleheads, you'll be the sixth. But if you surround yourself with five successful people, and that could be anything uh, I'm talking about successful in life I'm not talking about riches but if you surround yourself with the five successful people then you'll be the sixth your mindset starts with your your thought process but there's got to be action behind it so surround yourself with people that are positive with people that you want to be like but mainly surround yourself with the word of God and that relationship with him that I talk about all the time every morning start your day off in prayer set the precedence for the day start off in prayer read the word and work on that relationship with him and through that you will experience the grace of God. Guaranteed. Just don't give up.
So guys, as always, I appreciate y'all listening. Do me a favor. If you if you got anything out of the message, leave a like, comment, and a share. Mostly share. I'm sure somebody else may need to hear this. Again, that's that's how we encourage one another. Is by spreading the word. Spreading the truth. Y'all have a good one. And I'll talk to y'all soon. Peace.